Today is the 17th day of January, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. Send out your light and your truth, that they may lead me and bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling. Lord, open our lips, and your mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. Come, let us adore him. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Know this, the Lord himself is God. He himself has made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and call upon his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his faithfulness endures from age to age. Psalm for the seventeenth day, evening prayer, Psalm 89. Your love, O Lord, forever will I sing. From age to age my mouth will proclaim your faithfulness. For I am persuaded that your love is established forever. You have set your faithfulness firmly in the heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn an oath to David, my servant. I will establish your line forever and preserve your throne for all generations. The heavens bear witness to your wonders, O Lord, and to your faithfulness in the assembly of the holy ones. For who is in the skies can be compared to the Lord? Who is like the Lord among the gods? God is much to be feared in the council of the holy ones, great and terrible, to all those round about him. Who is like you, O Lord God of hosts? O mighty Lord, your faithfulness is all around you. You rule in the raging of the sea and still the surging of the waves. You have crushed Rahab of the deep with a deadly wound. You have scattered your enemies with a mighty arm. Yours are the heavens, the earth also is yours. You laid the foundations of the world and all that is in it. You have made the north and the south, Tabor and Hermon, rejoice in your name. You have a mighty arm, strong is your hand and high is your right hand. Righteousness and justice are the foundations of your throne. Love and truth go before your face. Happy are the people who know the festal shout. They walk, O Lord, in the light of your presence. They rejoice daily in your name. They are jubilant in your righteousness. For you are the glory of their strength, and by your favor your might is exalted. Truly the Lord is our ruler. The Holy One of Israel is our King. You spoke once in a vision and said to your faithful people, I have set the crown upon a warrior and have exalted the one chosen out of the people. 
I have found David my servant. With my holy oil have I anointed him. My hand will hold him fast, and my arm will make him strong. No enemy shall deceive him, nor any wicked man bring him down. I will crush his foes before him, and strike down those who hate him. My faithfulness and love shall be with him, and he shall be victorious through his name. I shall make his dominion extend from the great sea to the river. He will say to me, You are my Father, my God, and the rock of my salvation. I will make him my firstborn and higher than the kings of the earth. I will keep my love for him forever, and my covenant will stand firm for him. I will establish his line forever and his throne as the days of heaven. If his children forsake my law and do not walk according to my judgments, if they break my statutes and do not keep my commandments, I will punish their transgressions with a rod and their iniquities with a lash. But I will not take my love from them, nor let my faithfulness prove false. I will not break my covenant, nor change what has gone out of my lips. Once for all I have sworn by my holiness, I will not lie to David. His line shall endure forever, and his throne as the sun before me. It shall stand fast forevermore like the moon, the abiding witness in the sky. But you have cast off and rejected my anointed. You have become enraged at him. You have broken your covenant with your servant, defied his crown and hurled it to the ground. You have breached all his walls and laid his strongholds in ruins. All who pass by despoil him. He has become the scorn of his neighbors. You have exalted the right hand of his foes and made all his enemies rejoice. You have turned back the edge of his sword and have not sustained him in battle. You have put an end to his splendor and cast his throne to the ground. You have cut short the days of his youth and have covered him with his shame. How long will you hide yourself, O Lord? Will you hide yourself forever? How long will your anger burn like fire? Remember, Lord, how short life is, how frail you have made all flesh. Who can live and not see death? Who can save himself from the power of the grave? Where, Lord, are your loving kindnesses of old, which you promised David in your faithfulness? Remember, Lord, how your servant is mocked, how I carry in my bosom the taunts of many people, the taunts your enemies have hurled, O Lord, which they hurled at the heels of your anointed. Blessed be the Lord forevermore. Amen. I say, Amen. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Ephesians. Now this I affirm and insist on in the Lord. You must no longer live as the Gentiles live, in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of their ignorance and hardness of heart. 
they have lost all sensitivity and have abandoned themselves to licentiousness, greedy in practice of every kind of impurity. This is not the way you learned Christ. For surely you have heard about him when you were taught in him as truth is in Jesus. You were taught to put away your former way of life, your old self, corrupt and deluded by all lusts, and to renewed in the spirit of your mind, and to clothe yourselves with the new spirit, created accordingly to the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. So then, putting away falsehood, let all of us speak the truth to our neighbors, for we are members of one another. Be angry, but do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger, and do not make room for the devil. Thieves must give up stealing. Rather, let them labor and work honestly with their own hands, so as to have something to share with the needy. Let no evil talk come out of your mouths, but only what is useful for building up, as there is need, so that your words may give grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with which you were marked with a seal for the day of redemption. Put away from you all bitterness and wrath and anger and wrangling and slander, together with all malice. And be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ has forgiven you. Splendor and honor and kingly power are yours by right, O Lord our God, for you created everything that is and by your will they were created and have their being. And yours by right, O Lamb that was slain, for with your blood you have redeemed for God, from every family, language, people, and nation, a kingdom of priests to serve our God. And so to him who sits upon the throne, and to Christ the Lamb, be worship and praise, dominion and splendor, forever and forevermore. A reading from the Gospel according to Mark. Jesus went home, and the crowds came together again so that they could not even eat. When his family heard it, they went out to restrain him, for people were saying, He has gone out of his mind. And the scribes who came down from Jerusalem said, He has Beelzebul, and by the ruler of the demons he casts out demons. And he called them to him and spoke to them in parables. How can Satan cast out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand. But his end has come. But no one can enter a strong man's house and plunder its property without first trying up and the strong man. Then indeed the house can be plundered. Truly I tell you, people will be forgiven for their sins and whatever blasphemies they utter. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit can never have forgiveness, but is guilty of the eternal sin. For they have said, He has an unclean spirit. 
Then his mother and his brothers came, and standing outside they sent to him and called him. A crowd was sitting around him, and they said to him, Your mother and your brothers and your sisters are outside asking for you. And he replied, Who are my mother and my brothers? And looking at those who sat around him, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does the will of God is my brother and sister and mother. Here ends the readings. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the Eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim, sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not shun the virgin's womb. You overcome the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. A reading for the Tuesday in the second week of Epiphany. This is from the Treatise on Noah and the Ark by Ambrose, Bishop of Milan, in the year 397. Let us now attentively consider what it was the Lord God meant when, communing with himself, he said, Never again will I curse the earth because of the deeds of humankind since their hearts are resolutely bent upon evil from their youth. Never again, therefore, as long as the earth endures, shall God strike all flesh as he had done. Although he had punished the whole human race, he nevertheless knew that while punishment for the violation of law may engender fear and bring them to a knowledge of the truth, it will not change their nature. This can be corrected in some, but cannot be changed in all. The Lord then punished in order that we might fear him, but he refrained from punishing in order that we might be saved. He punished on that one occasion that it might serve as an example to move us to fear him. He spared humankind that same fate forever thereafter, lest the bitter poison of sin exercise a universal and never-ending tyranny of death and destruction. One who would wish to punish people too frequently for their sins would only show that it is vengeance 
rather than a desire to correct that is the motive. It was for these reasons, therefore, that God said, Never again will I curse the earth because of the deeds of humankind. By these words, God wished to declare his love for the universality of humanity without, at the same time, contributing to the negligence of individuals by giving them a false sense of security. For this reason, God still continues to visit his punishments upon some while sparing others. God's words also show that he is inclined to lessen rather than increase the afflictions that weigh upon us, knowing, as he does, that we cannot be made to desist completely from committing sin. To attempt to remove evil from our hearts is as futile as the proverbial attempt to draw up water in a thinly woven net. Never again, God says, will I curse the earth because of the sins of humankind, since their hearts are resolutely bent upon sin from their youth. Note how eagerly we sin, according to the testimony of God himself. For he says that it is our hearts that are resolutely bent upon evil. These words seem to state that this proneness of our hearts to sin is something that we positively desire, an attraction for evil that proceeds from the noblest of our faculties, our free will, and what is even worse, that we seek to satisfy with no lack of eagerness or restraint. The resolve and desire to commit sin began at a period of youth so that, whereas a child sins because of weakness, a youthful person does so out of malice, deliberately desiring to commit sins and even proudly boasting of those crimes. Many of them look upon innocence as cowardice, while they regard wrongdoing as something worthy of praise. Shamelessly priding themselves on their sins of impurity, self-indulgence, and adultery, they become more and more habituated to these excesses, so that their guilt becomes ever greater as they pass from one period of their lives to the next. However justly, therefore, he might do so, God nevertheless declares that the entire human race shall not be exterminated. Never again, he says, will I strike all flesh, though punishment will still be meted out, but restricted to parts only of the human race. Here ends the reading. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, and suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, 
the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Save your people, O Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Lord, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when the night comes, rejoice to give you thanks through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Gracious Father, we pray for your holy church. Fill it with all truth, and in all truth with all peace. Where it is corrupt, purify it. Where is it in error, direct it. Where in anything it is amiss, reform it. Where it is right, strengthen it. Where it is in want, provide for it. Where it is divided, reunite it, for the sake of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Savior. Amen. Ever-living God, whose will it is that all should come to you through your Son, Christ Jesus, inspire our witness to him, that all may know the power of his forgiveness and hope of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O God, you have made one blood all the peoples of the earth and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your Spirit upon all flesh and hasten the coming of your kingdom. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life. But above all, for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts, we may show forth your praise 
not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves for your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen.